0: Hey Whisper Nation, it's the Fantasy Whispers, your favorite fantasy football channel and we're back. On Thursday, Thursday with the new show segment here. We want to help Whisper Nation, you, if you're new to the channel, make sure you hit that subscribe, hit that bell so you get notified anytime we go live. We are talking those guys that you're going to want to trade for right now, week 4, or their value is really really high. You want to get those away from your team. We don't see that continuing. Maybe dump that onto another team. We're going to talk about some of those guys. We're going to talk about the latest news and more. All of that on this episode of the Fantasy Whispers. Right here.
1: That's right. Like Johnny said, it is Thirsty Thursday. Maybe you just want a little bit more of your you know, fantasy football action. We're itching because tonight is the Thursday night football matchup. But if you like that fresh fantasy football content and you want more of it, consider subscribing to this, the YouTube channel. And giving this and other videos a like on your way in. That being said, welcome in to Thirsty Thursday. My name is Big Travy. You can find me on Twitter at Big Travi TFW. I'm joined on the other mic by Johnny Game Time Hicks. You can find him on Twitter at Johnny underscore Game Time. Johnny, what is going on, brother? What's up, dude? You
0: almost doubted whether or not I was going to join you. You thought yeah. I was just going to bail after the intro part. <laughs> Yeah, I did. I, mean, I thought you'd be out of here, dude. <laughs> Almost uh, bailed on that intro
1: part. To be <laughs> honest with you, <laughs> you probably just would have just left the stream. But uh, <laughs> yeah, no, we're here. We're this is a new show. We're we're trying this out. We wanted to give Whisper Nation a little bit extra, um, especially as we get into the grind of the you know of the year. We're about to be four weeks through the fantasy football season and we're starting to see some data points created you know whether it's cornerback wide receiver matchups which we'll talk about today whether it's going to be you know trading metrics you know metrics that help us trade for and trade away players we want to help you here on thirsty thursday get that stuff done and then a little bit at the end of the show we'll talk a little bit about underdog because they are the sponsor of our show today um underdog is the best way to play fantasy football. It's the easiest way for big cash prizes. They have player prop bets like over, under on touchdowns, receiving yardage, rushing totals, and more. You can also build a weekly draft so you don't have to worry about your season-long team that's 0-3 right now. You can jump into one of these uh, battle royales, one of these drafts, and get get a team that's going to actually win you some games here, win you some money. Um, We're going to help you build those bet sleeps each week but if you go to underdogfantasy.com or download the app they're going to give you $10 free when you use the promo code tfw that's underdogfantasy.com or download the app and use the promo code tfw for 10 bucks of free money that's tfw for $10. Johnny, we're going to jump right into it but before we get into this, you know, this section of of this thirsty thursday, I want to say what's up to everybody in the chat. Mr. Miyagi saying, "Yo, I missed yesterday's live stream but I'm here today. Glad to see you." No. Andre Silva saying, "What's up?" And we said, Mr. Miyagi, I'm drinking a tall glass of Bengals defense. Oh, yeah. yeah, I would imagine Big goal, huh? Big goal. Nick would you trade JT for Dave Montgomery and Kyle Pitts? This must be an Mm. offer that Johnny's trying to get out of Nick right now or vice versa. I got a trade offer for Swift for Dak and half-point PPR. Depending on what your other quarterback is, I would take the – if you're on the Swift side of this deal – I would do that. But before we get into that, we're going to answer a lot of your questions in detail at the end of the show. We're going to go through news and notes. We're going to go through a couple trade away trade for guys, and we're going to go through some cornerback wide receiver matchups that we particularly like or dislike this week for fantasy football purposes. But if you like what you what you're hearing, you like the content, go ahead and hit that like button, hit that subscribe and help us to continue to grow the channel. We are well over 2000 on our way to 3000 subs. Let's us help continue doing that. So first, Johnny, some news and notes as we do. I'm going to rapid fire through these and then we'll talk a little bit about the bigger headlines that come from these that you are looking at for fantasy football as we inch closer towards injury designations for the week. So news and notes here. We've got Antonio Gibson was downgraded just a little bit ago after practicing on Wednesday, Johnny. So something to monitor there. He's been dealing with the shoulder injury as we've worked through this season. Um, obviously, J.D. McKissick would be an uptick here, but not a pure running back here. So it'd be kind of interesting to see what the what the Washington football team does if
0: Gibson can't go.
1: Continue I'm not,
0: I, yeah, I'm not too concerned as of right now. I think he still ends up giving it a go. Yeah, I would imagine so as well. Good um, game for him.
1: During the portion of Bucks practice open to the media, no Rob Gronkowski. They didn't have JPP or Giovanni Bernard, and then Antonio Brown returned to practice here, Johnny.
0: Yeah, uh, off the COVID list, dude. Let's go this weekend. He's gonna get, dude. He's gonna get a revenge touchdown this weekend against New England. You bet. I mean, bet he that you
1: played, played New England. He played for New England for like two games, for a week. Dude. Yeah, dude, and not, he's gonna and
0: he's gonna score, baby. Tom's gonna revenge. give him a tutty. Tom's gonna give him a teddy. Uh, we'll see about that. Much of the Gronk stuff, though. That is Dan
1: Campbell on the Detroit Lions said you're going to see a lot more of DeAndre Swift, Johnny.
0: (laughs) Yeah, baby, let's go, unleash the
1: beast. Let's go. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know if you call anybody on Detroit Beast, but okay. Oh, uh, after further medical uh, examinations this week, Patriots running back James white hip injury is expected to end his 2021 season. You feel bad. Actually, James white was doing really well this year. Seemed yeah. to have some good chemistry with Mac Jones. Uh, he will be down. We'll see what this means for the backfield split. You know, J.J. Taylor's there receiving specialists. They have Ramondre Stevenson, who's been act- inactive from a week one fumble. And then you have Damian Harris, who we'll get into Damian Harris a little bit uh, later on. I got, some, I got some good stuff on Damian Harris to talk to Whisper Nation about here. All right. Uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantling uh, for the Green Bay Packers did not participate Wednesday. We'll see how that uh, hamstring holds up for the rest of this week. He's not really on the radar, but it could mean upticks for Bob Tunyon, for Devontae Adams and Aaron Jones. We'll see that. Aaron Jones also limited yesterday with a hamstring of his own, so we'll see how that kind of goes, or a calf of his own. Uh, George Kittle here uh, did not participate Wednesday but is expected to play. Also for the 49ers, Elijah Mitchell limited Wednesday and expected to practice this week. We'll see how that progresses for the San Francisco 49ers. Just tons of injuries on that team right Uh, now. Brutal, brutal. For tonight's game, the Cincinnati Bengals, T. Higgins will be out of the game. He is suffering that shoulder injury that was believed to not be very severe, but now will miss two games, Johnny.
0: You're out, LaFleur. Uh, yeah. Get get on Tate in there. We'll talk about on Tate a little bit, a uh, little uh, foreshadow in uh, the after show. when We're talking about lineups, huh? Maybe Will a lot of- Fuller misses
1: practice with an Dude. undisclosed injury here, Johnny. This guy. Uh,
0: Dude, uh, for reals, uh, real talk, ask it for a friend. Do you drop Will Fuller? Is Will Fuller droppable?
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. This week I do like, and we'll get into that when we get into the cornerback matchups here. I'm a big fan of Will Fuller and Devontae Parker's outlook for this week. Um, but yeah, this is, this is a tough one. This is a tough one Dude, to see. He
0: just keeps kind of, you know, doing whatever he wants with Miami. I mean, you like the deep targets there for sure, but man, I don't know. I don't know. I like so, Waddle. I'll tell you that. I like Waddle there. Getting done. Our, uh, next, our uh, next
1: piece of news is a nice one for Justin Matthews here. It says, what's up with Julio Jones, dump or keep? I would definitely be keeping Julio Jones yeah. right now because of the injury to A.J. Brown. So he's got the hamstring. But the Titans could be without both of their top wide receivers Sunday. Jones is getting treatment for a leg injury, and his status for the Jets is up in the air. A.J. Brown may also miss a week or two with a hamstring injury. So that's the big news coming out of there. And then finally, the Colts, Marlon Mack, have agreed to mutually seek a trade. Don't know if a bunch of teams are really looking for Marlon Mack. He's coming back from that Achilles tear. But Jonathan Taylor, as the bell cow, and then Naheem Hines recently extended, they, they want to use those two backs. I don't think they want anything to do with Mack. He's been a healthy scratch for both games, but he wants to play some more. Johnny, of all these you know news that came out over the last couple of days, anything really sticking with you as the
0: big piece of news as we, as we head into the week four matchups? Uh, Definitely watch and monitor the Gronk news because I do expect if Gronk plays Mon- uh, Gronk to have a monster game revenge tour there in New England. Uh, I think that uh, Brady just wants to completely make him jealous, uh, Bill Belichick jealous and be like, hey, this is what you used to have, man. This is what you used to have. And you no longer have it. You know, uh, it's like seeing your your ex, you know, out in public with your new girl. And, you know, she's like, Miss America, you know, you're like out there with, you know, you're showing it, you're showing it, you know what I mean? That's what I think Tom Brady is going to do with Gronk this weekend. And there's Uh, no
1: doubt that Brady wants to stick it to the Patriots. And there's no doubt that Belichick would love to stick it to Brady. I think there's going to be a lot of stuff to talk about um, when we come into that game. I imagine that tampa bay talent-wise should handle this game but you never know you never know what happens in these games just want to thank everybody in the chat right now mr miyagi chris hannon we got justin matthews nick andre silva appreciate appreciate all you guys in here we will get to most of these questions at the end of the show but right now we're going to move on from the news and notes section to a buy low and sell high section of the show and i will start us off here johnny with my buy low who I
0: recently bought low off
1: of you in our league of record. Wow. Yes. You did this to
0: me. You would put this on. No, I'm just kidding. This is a good one. I do I, like this one.
1: I bought Damian Harris and I just wanted to talk to the people about Damian Harris because a lot of, you know, We saw week one and two, we liked the usage, and then all of a sudden, because of game script in week three, we're all panicking. And I think this is a perfect opportunity to target the GM in your league that has Damian Harris, okay? So J.J. Zacharyson tweeted out, running backs who've played three games and have seen at least two-thirds of their team's running back rushes. So pure rushing attempts. Christian McCaffrey, Joe Mixon, David Montgomery, Alvin Kamara, Jonathan Taylor, Chris Carson, Antonio Gibson, Derek Henry, C.E.H., Najee Harris, Saquon Barkley, and that's right, you guessed it, Johnny, Damian Harris. Anything sound really nice about all those backs? They all sound like bell cow, really profitable backs, top tier backs we'd want. The usage from. I love that Damian Harris is on that list of guys getting two-thirds of their team's rushing attempts. What I also love is it's behind an offensive line, although struggling at the beginning of this year. That's a really good offensive line projected to be top 10. I also love that he's behind that line on a team that wants to run the football a lot with a rookie quarterback. So I love all these things that are kind of working for Damian Harris right now. He's also number 25 in PFF's overall running back grade, but number 24 in their pure rushing grade. So we know he is a pure grinder for this team that wants to play bully ball he's averaging over four yards per carry in those first two games where he wasn't scripted out of it if we look at underdogs hayden winks he's a the the big guy over there on on underdog fantasy who sponsored the show here he does a usage model which basically takes their expected points what they're getting usage wise he's got some sort of algorithm and he's got basically an expect a usage expectation model and that has our guy damian harris is number 24 in that model we also Mentioned the James White injury up above in the show, that could at least see an increase in snaps. For Damian Harris, I know J.J. Taylor's a popular ad. I know we talked about Brandon Bolden and Ramondre Stevenson, but I do think at the very least there should be a few more snaps for our guy Damian Harris. He's caught 76% of his targets over the last two seasons, Johnny. But check this out. He has as many catches this year as he had in all of 2020, so I love to see that they're using him again in the passing game but at a higher, much higher clip here. Drafted as an RB2 and an RB3, so I'm not sure why we're all freaking out about it. We don't. We knew he wasn't going to be matchup-proof when we drafted him as such, and check this out. This is the best part for the buy low right here, Johnny. He gets the Jets, the Chargers, and Houston in his next five games. All of those defenses, Johnny, are currently top eight in points per game given up to running backs. So I really like where Damian Harris is sitting right now. I think he's a perfect by-low candidate. I think you go out there and you try to approach him. You don't don't overspend for it, but you go and grab a guy who can really end up being on the RB2 radar firmly.
0: Two things that I really do like about going after Damian this week is, one, you, you talk about the schedule coming off New Orleans, a bad game, bad game script um kind of expected right yeah uh, and then going into Tampa Bay not a great matchup this weekend you generally see people try to attack on the outside more dump off passes so someone looking at Damien who is coming off of a bad game looking at the matchup this week possibly needs to win right or you know needs a, a player. So right now is the perfect time to go and grab him. Much better schedule moving. Yeah, and forward. you can even and you can even wait too.
1: Like if Tampa Bay, yeah. you're like, oh, I don't really want to put him on my roster for Tampa Bay, or the the piece that you're trading has a good matchup, you want to wait. Then Mm -hmm. you could look at the Tampa Bay game where they're heavy underdogs and you could say, well, Harris isn't probably going to get a lot of work. And if he does, he'd have to fall into the end zone. Mm -hmm. So you don't really want to bet on that. And then you could say, "Okay, let me wait till after that game to approach the the Harris GM and then I'll go and attack for Harris there. Because then, like I said, three of the next five games against bottom eight matchups for running backs. And that's really what you
0: want. what would be what well, you could also you know t- kind of tweak it is just kind of throw it out there right get get a little like uh put the put the cheese on the on the put the bait you know the cheese on the mousetrap right send over a little offer start engaging in topics saying hey is Harris available you know and then when people you know you get that little excitement as the person who has Harris you're like oh someone's actually interested right and then the yeah like you said yeah, already, plant yeah. the seed. And then going, and then maybe you don't pull the pull uh, pull the trade right away, but then he sees a bad week or she sees a bad week on their roster or or playing them this week, and then they're like, okay, let's make this trade. Like, let's do this, right? So uh, definitely do like that call, big trap.
1: All right, Johnny, let's get another buy low here for Whisper Nation. I think you have a guy on here. um, You know, Nick mentioned earlier. Would you? trade jonathan taylor for david montgomery and kyle pitts and i think that's a great question to segue into jonathan taylor who you have as a as a buy low here
0: yes uh kyle pitts almost made this list of a buy low um but i didn't end up putting him on here because i wanted to get jonathan taylor on this list i do think it's important that people go out and try to acquire him right now Listen, he's twelfth in carries uh, for running backs. He's being more involved in the passing game, or uh, as far as he has uh, eleven, uh, you know, passing uh, receptions right now. Higher pace than what we saw last year. They're not involving Naheem Hines at all. So this seems to be a two, more so a two running back kind of system. I know Hines just had a big game. He's had a couple big games. I would try to sell high on Hines right now if I could. And I would go after Jonathan Taylor. The big thing for me with Jonathan Taylor, 14 red zone touches. That's second in the league right now. He has a whopping zero touchdowns, zero touchdowns. So people are panicking who have Jonathan Taylor. They're probably sitting at, you know, one and two, oh, and three, something like that. You can go in and try to swoop him a little bit cheaper. I do think better days are ahead for Jonathan Taylor, the schedule opens up a little bit. Uh, we'll continue to monitor, obviously, Carson Wentz. Uh, but that offensive line also starting to get a little bit healthier as they you know, get guys back from injury during the, the preseason. So I do think that Jonathan Taylor is a guy that you should try to go out and get right now uh, because his value is probably not going to get much lower, if at all. And so he is a guy that I'm going out and targeting.
1: Yeah, I think Jonathan Taylor is a great one, especially if they pull off the Marlon Mack deal. The only problem I have with Taylor would be usage, but uh, similar, like, usage... to Damian Harris where he could get scripted out of games because when they're behind and you have the injuries with Carson Wentz. But again, I think if you offload the Jonathan Taylor onto your squad, you won't have to pay that first-round premium. Maybe this frustrated GM is going to dump Taylor to you because they're tired of of dealing with the up-and-down games. You then get a very solid RB2 with week one or uh, with RB1 weekly upside. And I think that's the way to target a player like Jonathan Taylor. So I, I definitely agree with you. Don't get caught into paying the first round premium for Taylor, though, either. Yeah. Don't right. try to buy him at his absolute ceiling. That's not the way we go and buy low. Yep. All right. Our sell high candidates here. Johnny, I'll start us off with a guy that's been really crushing it right now. And that's Debo Samuel, who is just. Debs. really – He's been torching people right now. He's currently dominating the target market share, 32% of San Francisco's market share. That's really unheard of, even for wide receiver ones. But really, I think the story behind here is the slow start for George Kittle, but then also Ayuk. Ayuk played the following snap percentage in the first three weeks, 47%, then 54%, and then finally 86%. What happened in the game that Ayuk played 86%? Well, he caught a touchdown, and Debo fell all the way down to five points. He fell back down to earth. His average depth of target is seven. Okay, That's the lowest of any wide receiver in the top 15 in fantasy scoring right now. I'm sorry, the second lowest. Uh, only Adam Thielen has a lower A dot right now. San Francisco is bottom 10 in passing attempts. This isn't to say I don't think he can have a good season. I just feel like we won't remain he won't remain this consistent as Ayuk and Kittle shake off their slow starts. So take Debo Samuel if I were you, and I would try to get him for a you know, maybe you could take Debo Samuel and sell him for a guy like Damian Harris. Maybe you can take Samuel and a piece Ooh, and I like trade that. him for a guy like Jonathan Taylor. And I think those are the situations you can look to do when you're selling a guy at his maximum value right now, especially a guy. Look, if we're thinking our logic is right and Ayuk is supposed to be the number one, then the logic here on Samuel is that he will not be and he's just benefited from less snaps for
0: Iuk. and so I think you need to try and capitalize on that as you can love that big Travi that is that is a hundred percent what I would be doing with Debo
1: love it love it love it and our last sell high Johnny you're going to come in with your boy Tyler Lockett who did have his first down game last week but had monster games in weeks one and two
0: yeah, I'm probably going to get a lot of flack for this, uh, a lot of comments, so I apologize, Big Travi, uh, for the flack that we probably are going to get right now because Tyler Lockett right now is America's sweetheart. People love Tyler Lockett, and don't get me wrong. I, I admit that I should have been higher coming into the season on Tyler Lockett. He is a, a difference maker at the wide receiver position. I 100% agree with all that, and I think that... He's been more than what you expected as far as where you draft him, which is why I believe you should try to set, to trade him right now. And it might sound crazy because he's like the wide receiver three right now. So you're just like, why would I ever want to do that? Why I, I got him and he's paying out. Why would I want to get that off my team? Well, I'll tell you why. Because I don't think this is going to continue. I'm I'm over here and I'm really trying to buy into Tyler Lockett. I really am trying to clean the slate there. And I'm looking at, him, I'm like, okay, like maybe he is pulling it around 25% target rate. That's pretty good. Third in fantasy points per game. Pretty great. Three receiving touchdowns. Fantastic. But that's the problem because he's doing all that, all that greatness. But he's fifth in yards per uh, target with 15.5. Don't see that continuing. That's astronomical. He's thirty-sixth right now in targets for wide receivers. He's averaging 6.7 targets per game. 6.7 targets per game. That's that's less than... Uh, that's about what uh, Cordero Patterson is averaging, just to give you a, a, an average. 80% catch rate. That's the other reason why I think Tyrell Lockett's success is not going to continue at the rate it's going. 80% catch rate and... It's only he's only getting 16.7 percent contested catch rate, which means most of the time he's wide open when he's getting these bombs and he's getting these touchdowns. I'm not saying that he can't do it. He's not great at contested catches. Don't get me wrong. He is a good wide receiver. But then you add all that up and then you look at he only, the fact he only has one red area target, Travis. So he's got three touchdowns. But he's got one red area target in which he didn't, yeah. he wasn't a successful catch on the one red zone target. So all of his touchdowns are coming from outside the 20. They're long bomb ones, which again, If he's your wide receiver three and flexing and most options, and he probably was because he was going later in drafts. But right now, he's wide receiver three. You could basically get him for anybody. And so I'm saying right now, take him. I would rather have DK rest of season over. I'm going buying DK majorly low. He almost made this list as a buy low as well going out and trying to get DK or taking like Tyler Lockett and pairing him with some kind of piece. That's, you know, like a Zach Moss or something and really getting uh, that wide receiver difference maker uh, that, that could really have a season long impact, not just from, you know, week to week and then go hot and cold.
1: Yeah, there's a couple issues with Seattle. Obviously, we know that they are running one of the slower offenses. They're hyper-efficient. I mean, that is Russell Wilson's calling card. He's always been hyper-efficient. So yep. a little bit to your point, like, yeah, I don't know if you want to completely hang your hat on the fact that Tyler Lockett's getting a ton of these down-the-field throws. I mean, that is what Russell Wilson does. He's going to continually hit him down the field. Mr. Miyagi it's saying hot Lockett great, shade dude. coming in out of the microwave.
0: I, I know, love Western Nation. but they have some I, good stuff, man.
1: I would just say this. I think that when this team continues to run slow, if they do run slow and they hit these peaks and valleys in the valleys, you're going to see this team shift to DK Metcalf in the games where it's lower volume and that is the that is the problem. He won't sustain the target market share that we need him to to be okay getting mm-hmm. the volatile play. So I agree with you that he's a buy or he's a sell high here. And I agree with you that I would rather have DK rest of season just because I think that's the way it it shapes up. Whisper Nation, just want to remind you, we're gonna get to all these questions at the end of the show. We got one more segment here, which is about a cornerback wide receiver matchups, a couple of matchups we like, a couple of matchups we don't like, and why. And we're gonna start into that now with uh, my plus matchup for the week. So a matchup I really like for the offense here, for the receivers is uh, in Miami. Devontae Parker and Will Fuller, you know, health uh, providing. And really Will Fuller would be the one I would try to target here. But if Fuller were to sit, then I'd still like Parker too because they are both set up, depending on who plays uh, in this game, they're set up to run about 44 snaps against Rocky Sin, uh, who is the cornerback for the Indianapolis Colts. He's getting absolutely torched this year. Johnny PFF grades. This as a 92 advantage for the Miami wide receivers. OK, that's out of 100. Just so we're clear, that is a deep green when we're looking at the color scale. Rockusin has surrendered the following games. <laughs> and I, I had to double check this because I could not believe it. OK. Week one, we talked about Tyler Lockett, four of five for 102 touchdowns. Week two, Cooper Cup, nine of eleven for one sixty-three. And you guessed it, Johnny, two touchdowns. And then last week, Nick Westbrook, who we don't even know who that is. He's Tennessee's, you know, fourth, fifth wide receiver, got in there because of Julio's injury, obviously because of AJ Brown missing the first after the first snap. Four of four for 53 and a touchdown. So now, Johnny, what we're saying here is that you target guys against Rocky Sin. Hopefully Fuller is healthy. I think he's got the upside you want in this particular matchup, but I would look at even Devontae Parker in deeper leagues for this particular cornerback matchup because it's
0: looking really juicy, Johnny. Why did you have to show me this? Why? I have <laughs> Fuller. I asked you at the top of the show, and now I'm like, oh, what do well, I like do? Like I said at the
1: top uh, of the show, I wouldn't drop him just yet. Okay. And nope. maybe what you much what you might get out of him here in this one. And, and everybody's going, what about Jalen Waddell? What about Jalen Waddle here? Well, Jalen yeah. Waddle's going up against probably Xavier Rhodes. And that's not a great matchup for you. And True. he and and no matter where he goes, even if he goes into the slot, which he has a lot of slot uh He's got a lot of slot uh, routes that he's going to run here, right? And in that matchup, it's not looking favorable for him either because he's going to be facing Kellen Moore, who is a below average to bad matchup for any wide receiver at this year This year so far. So for me, yeah, I really love this matchup for uh, Parker or Fuller, preferably Fuller if he can go.
0: Yeah, slot snaps for Waddle, sixth in the league with 92-58. And fifty nine percent of his routes come from you know, slot. Indy's so the point there.
1: Indy's defense is bad, except for at slot corner. That's something where they're, they're they've been
0: holding it down a little
1: bit here. So
0: that's where. Do I you, would go. Do you think? Uh, okay, yeah, that's uh, that's a different. I was going to ask you a question for a different. No, show, but no let worries. me let me ask you. Let me ask you. Asking for a friend, would you play? Would you play Will Fuller or would you play uh, Deontay Johnson or or Cordero Patterson? I mean.
1: Well, like I said, the at the, the top glitch. of the show, we'll be answering those questions at the end of the show here, Johnny. So, even you, I'll tell my friend. Patient. I'll tell my yeah. friend. Yeah. yeah I'll remain tell my patient. friend. Yeah. Uh, Johnny, what do you have for your plus matchup at cornerback and wide receiver uh face-off here?
0: So, I, I do uh, I like this. This is this has been great because Mr. Miyagi, once again, a good segue man. Like he's like a our Whisper Nation Segway guy. Because he is asking the right questions. It's like iRobot, you know, when I come on, you're asking the right questions here. Mr. Miyagi, he was saying he thought Allen Robinson was going to be a sell high. On the contrary, my friend, on the contrary, right now, I would actually say go out and get him. He was almost a buy low for me, another one. Uh, Another one, as uh, DJ Khaled likes to say. uh, When it comes to A-Rob, though, this weekend, check this out get him in your lineup. I think he's no worse than a flex play. I do think he's more of a wide receiver too with where he could get back to his wide receiver 1 weeks this week. Why? Because you look at this defense. Going against Atlanta or going against Atlanta, going against Detroit Lions defense that against the pass through 3 weeks Travis, similar to your breakdown, check this out. Yards per attempt allowed number 32 in the NFL explosive play rate allowed 22.8% that's number 32 in the league yards after contact per completion allowed seventh that ranks 29th in the league passing touchdowns rate allowed 8.3% that is ranked 30th in the league and contested target rate 11.8%. That is number 26 in the league. So I do think that I understand it's a little bit scary. It's a little bit uh, sketchy, uh, especially what we've seen out of fields through the last uh, game and a half, really. But I do think this is a get-right game for fields and the Chicago Bears offense. I expect uh, a big day from Monty. I expect uh, Allen Robinson to get back onto track this week and so right now is a perfect opportunity to go out and try to acquire alan robinson in my opinion because he's it, people Johnny, are majorly panicking Johnny
1: sneaking in to buy lows here for yeah dude i, I just try to get bonus. it that's yeah, kind I'm of bonus like, i'm like
0: but, but wait there's more but wait there's more it's like infomercial dude ah, i love it i love it the bonus
1: the bonus stuff all right uh Lastly, I want to talk about a temper expectations matchup. You know, everybody's high on Michael Pittman Jr. Uh, He was an offseason stud. We wanted to go and try and acquire. We thought Wentz could really target him in a big way, similar to the Alshon-Jeffrey connection. And through the last two weeks, we love it, 24 targets over the last two weeks. He's dominating 27% of the team's market share, and he's getting 13.6 yards per reception over the last two games. He looks great. Unfortunately for Pittman, he's about to run 60% of his slots against Xavier Howard, who is PFF's number five, rated cornerback in uh in the league right now and so he held Jacoby Myers to under 50 yards receiving in week one and then Stephon Diggs did score in week two but he held him at to a 50% catch rate I think that Stephon Diggs is obviously world's better than Pittman and I think in this matchup with can't with uh Carson Wentz on bum ankles in an offense that look they don't project Miami as huge favorites in this game I think Indy's strategy in this game is going to be to run the football with jonathan taylor so similar to the buy low this is probably going to be your last chance to do it because i think he's going to get a monster workload in this week but the point is is i would not be starting Pittman even if i had him i like the usage i want to continue to see that usage but this is just not the spot i'd be putting Pittman into my lineup against Xavier howard this week
0: yeah difficult matchup good call there good call there uh finally
1: johnny your temper expectation matchup what do you got here
0: Yeah, this one, uh, you know, this one hurts my heart just a little bit because I really have come around over the last few weeks, like really come around. I I gave my public apologies. I tweeted out my apologies to said player. That is Brandon Cooks, wide receiver for the Houston Texans, who has been absolutely on a tear, getting like almost 50% of his team's targets right now, basically the only wide receiver in Houston. So... Why would I tell you to go and bench him this week or that to temper your expectations? Well, it simply comes from, I do expect him to get a lot of volume. However, this week, this matchup against Tredavious white for the Buffalo bills, he has been absolutely shutting down wide receivers, only wide receiver to score a touchdown on him. So far this season has been Deontay Johnson, which some could have said was a somewhat of a fluky kind of touchdown, Terry McLaurin, who has just been destroying, doesn't matter who the corner is, doesn't matter, he just looks at him and says, you're just an average Joe to me and has been putting up mega numbers, was held in check last week because of Tredavious White four for 62, uh, which is not a great outing uh, for Terry McLaurin. So I do want to let West Nation know, temper your expectations for the matchup this week. I understand if you want to get him in there just because the volume is right there and it, it should at least be somewhat uh, volume driven because I do think Houston is going to be down in this game. Uh, but just temper your expectations. It might not be as big uh, of a game as he has the last few weeks
1: as we've got 12 to 15 of you guys watching in the chat right now. And we've only got ten likes. Get those likes up. Help us out. Grow the channel. Also, hit subscribe if you're new to the channel. Let us know. We will shout you out. We appreciate every single one of you. It's time to get into these questions. We appreciate yeah. you guys getting so uh, patient here, Listen We we said a couple of these earlier. Let's just roll through them. Nick asks, would you trade JT for David Montgomery and Kyle Pitts? So Johnny, here we're at. We're in the. We're facing it down. Mm-hmm. Jonathan Taylor. Is a buy low? Is this too much to go and get him at the buy low right here, John? You would give up David Montgomery and Kyle Pitts.
0: I mean, I like I, I would I would do this if, but I know his situation as well because he doesn't have a tight end, and I do think Kyle Pitts. And I mean, you look at the Kyle Pitts metrics, and he is amongst the highest in the routes ran, which you like. He's like eighty eight. He's like third in that ranking. He had four red zone targets last week. Uh, and leads he's like actually he was one of the lead leaguers uh lead league lead, lead leaguers am i saying that i don't even mean leaders saying. yes thank you i could not think of that word uh, or say it right uh in red zone targets for his team. So, and he's getting a healthy amount. So uh, again, Dave Montgomery, this is a little bit of a trust fall thing, right? So do we trust David Montgomery or
1: Jonathan Taylor's offense to turn it around more? Also, even Atlanta, can we trust Atlanta to turn it around because that's the issue right now. Mm -hmm. Now Pitts, I think is getting enough usage that makes it a nice deal. So maybe it makes up for that. I don't know about fields yet. But this is a great matchup for Chicago. Um, I would be trying to get this deal done before Montgomery did actually pop in a game and Fields popped in a game. Um, Mm -hmm. So I think it it depends on your need. As you said, roster construction, what are you looking at here? But I think it's a fine deal. I do think it's a fair deal depending on team needs. Mm -hmm. Mr. Miyagi says, I got a trade offer for Swift. Uh, For my Swift, for Dak and half-point PPR, I wouldn't give up in any kind of form of PPR DeAndre Swift. Uh, Not for Dak, who it seems like the Cowboys are okay playing winning football. Uh, Don't, you know, shockingly enough.
0: And I think that is a dip in in Dak's, you know, ceiling plays. Something that not a lot of people are talking about is that defense. If it real, if it is for real, then you can expect him not to be as pass happy and actually rely on the run a little bit more. So I do think that there is a slight uptick to Zeke that people aren't talking about necessarily right now because of that de- defense.
1: Justin Matthews says, what's up with Julio Jones dump or keep definitely keep on to Julio Jones right now, especially with the AJ Brown injury, obviously Julio dealing definitely with concern research. though. There's definitely some concern. All right. So Mr. Miyagi says, question, A.J. Dillon was dropped after CMC going down. Would you drop Tannehill for him? I picked up Cousins last week. Not sure I want to carry two QBs in a 10 team. Yeah, I'm definitely fine with this. You want to,
0: especially with the calf injury to Aaron Jones, we want to monitor that. This is a good sneaky move right here. And with Cousins just continuing to dominate, like I wouldn't play Tannehill. What a major disappointment. That was a bad call on my end. I completely missed that. I Allen Robinson that. or
1: Tim Patrick for Deontay Johnson. Cole Beasley still on waivers. I could drop Tim Patrick for Cole Beasley.
0: Um, if you can get Tim Patrick for Deontay Johnson, I do that deal. I would not do Allen Robbins for, for Deontay. And though.
1: I would not drop Tim
0: Patrick for Cole
1: Beasley. If no. it's full point PBR, I could see it. But I think right now with Hamler out, we need to continue to watch as Tim Patrick will sky high. Elijah Mitchell on waivers. And I have so pick many- him up. Yeah, go get Mitchell. Uh, He's going to get back in practice this week. Could be a huge uh, add for you there before Jeff Wilson comes back. Do you think any sneaky start for the Pats on this Sunday other than Harris and Myers? Myers is a huge sneaky start for me because what people aren't talking about enough – with James White going down, is actually Myers' ability to soak up all the targets here that James yep. White was acquiring. And this is a game they're going to have to throw. I think Myers is the only guy, maybe one of the Titans, maybe Jonu Smith as like a dart throw is another guy I would start. But that's about the guys I would be looking at here.
0: And uh, talk about where the Tampa Bay weakness is on defense. It's not the outside wide uh, corners. It's that slot. You saw uh, what Godwin was able to do this past weekend, and Gronk in that middle of the field. I do expect uh, a big day for mayors. Who should Jacobi! I be? Shopping,
1: who should I be shopping Hines for? Um, this seems like a P, like if you're not in PPR, like if you're in PPR, keep on to Hines. Yeah. Um, if you're not in PPR, I, you know, I think you, I would try to go and get like a declining running back or a guy who hasn't started hot. Maybe a Zach Moss. If you go pick up a yeah. Zach, or Zach Moss maybe turns into something. I think that's a good thing. Even Devin Singletary, make an investment in one of those backs by oh. going to get them, and I think that's a good one here.
0: Or even another one, Miles Gaskin. Uh, go, I would try to acquire uh, for Hines. Yeah, I don't know, but. you you don't think you could get that deal done or you wouldn't do it i don't like gaskin right now he just it's not real dude he's
1: being he's getting to they're just more i'll I'll change i'll change your
0: point of view i'll change your point of view on on today's show just uh, on uh today's matchup show just a little wink wink nudge nudge all right justin matthews thanks for having the show he says
1: damian harris got it you you, appreciate you damian harris is definitely a sit this week period full stop yeah uh, absolutely i mean i Only in the desperate of situations are you putting Harris in your lineup, but I think going forward, we need to be targeting a guy like Damian Harris. Is JPP playing, Nick's asking? I'm not sure. It doesn't look like very good for them. The Tampa Bay defense getting, you know, really kind of beat up over this season. They did sign sign your –
0: yeah, your boy, Richard Sherman. Brett
1: asks, who do we like more this week, James Robinson versus Cincy or Chris Carson versus San Francisco, full point PPR? Chris Uh, Carson.
0: Yeah, I would take Chris Carson here. Even though it's a little bit more difficult matchup for Chris as far as that D front, but yeah, give me Carson.
1: Farmer 12 says, uh, what's up with Chase Claypool versus Green Bay? Johnny... I, I mean, I would hate this matchup for Claypool. I love Claypool yeah. to death, and I want him to break well, out, and this is the perfect opportunity with Juju probably sideline, Deontay probably sideline, but Jair Alexander is another beast at the at the cornerback position. Did you see that interception he had on Sunday dude. Night Football, dude? He went yeah. from – he was basically drinking water on the sideline, and then he zoomed all the way over to the other end zone, picked him off hey. It wasn't in the end zone, but it was deep down the field. It was insane.
0: I'm, I'm just glad you finally came around on your boy. I've been telling you, you this since me? preseason. Jair is amazing.
1: Are you kidding me? You can uh, oh, not tell me anything I didn't know
0: about Jair unreal. Alexander. number one cornerback. He was the number, one, oh, cornerback. The was the number one cornerback last year. Week one, I was telling, we were questions on whether we should play uh, uh, Callaway against Jair, and I was like, dude, uh, Jair is going to just lock people up. Wow. You didn't believe me. I know it's all good. Big Travis is a huge Green Bay package. I just got to give him crap for it.
1: Drew, welcome to the channel. Hopefully, yeah, subscribe here. Thanks for
0: jumping in. He says
1: Chubb Sutton Cook for CMC and Waller. Good trade, PPR. Uh, I wouldn't give up Chubb and Cook Whoa. even for CMC yeah, and Waller. I I think that yeah, Waller's a definite buy low. He hasn't had much since the first week. Um, but CMC with the hamstring could linger, and I would not be giving up Chubb and Cook in both. No, I would Sutton's, keep Sutton, Chubb and Sutton's Cook. Sutton's doing really well, too. Yeah. Um, we said Mr. Miyagi thought, yeah, we, we talked yep. about that. Um, Mr. Miyagi, yeah, I guess, asking as a sit then, Johnny's going to say mm-hmm. probably no this week against Indy.
0: You know, I, yeah, I think that you can. Uh, the way you attack Indy is actually through the pass catching, uh, which is what we've seen Gaskin really uh, excel at and be basically the main guy for Miami. So I do think Gaskin is a start this week, uh, but more as a flex uh, RB, like a lower end RB2 flex play for you. But he does have RB2, high end RB2 upside if he does score a touchdown.
1: Slim Reaper says hashtag whisper nation strong. We always love that yeah. ML with some, some insight, big brain stuff here. Keep in mind that Houston has openly said all the veterans are on the trade block. I expect cooks to be on a better team before November second deadline. That would be wild, but it is it's dude. Nobody gets traded around the league like Brandon cooks.
0: Wait, hold on. Say this. Hold on. I missed a couple of things here. Um, yeah. Cause someone was asking if it, what kind of who, what cook was it? Is it Dalvin cook? Is it, uh, is it, um, well, uh, Jared cook. Is it, is it Brandon cooks, Jared cook and yeah. Brandon cooks is a different
1: name. I, I, I don't think, I think it might've been Dalvin cook there because of the injury situation.
0: Oh man, I could. Oh, could you imagine if, okay. So anyway, let, let me just know.
1: cooks could go to a better team yeah. is what ML is saying here. Um, Slim Reaper cool. says, I see you in the A-Rob Jersey in the background, Johnny. You got, Can him Re- Slim time. Reaper please stand up says Mr. Miyagi. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, ML says, Monty plus Pitts is better than Taylor. Um, yeah. So he's he's agreeing with maybe that being a good deal here. ML says, hey, guys, need some depth in my wide receiver room, PPR league. I know neither is great, but it's a high-stakes league, so not much on the wire. Jameson Crowder or Russell, great, Russell Gage? I'd actually go with Gage here. Um, yeah. I think Elijah Moore, uh, obviously the injury is going to impact him, but there's just – I trust Atlanta to turn it around before I trust New York to yeah. turn it around. I think that's the basically the logic on this one
0: for ML uh, with these deeper leagues. Look for look for uh, Bateman. Bateman's coming off of the uh, Travis freaking beat me to the the waiver wire on the on the damn waiver wire. I wanted to pick up Bateman, and then Travis picked him up before I could get to him uh Bateman is a good guy that might be on your waiver wire that is a good stash for you uh that I like both better than both those guys
1: Peakley five says would you trade cooks and Mixon for digs I would not be giving no. up Mixon right now mr. No. Miyagi saying my face after the and I he's gonna blow
0: up uh,
1: Mr. Miyagi oh, Walker Bass says assuming he doesn't mean Jared Cook yeah exactly Um, and then ML asking that one again, we, we definitely got that one for you. Connor LaRoss, a bunch of new names in here. If you guys are new, hit that sub button. We'd love to shout you out here. Let us know. It says Logan Thomas and AJ Brown for Darren Waller, full point PPR. I think I might do this deal just based on AJ Brown's injury. Plus the, um, the offense is a little bit scary right now for Tennessee. It hasn't been as good as we thought. I think I might do this deal for Darren Waller and a full point PPR. I I think think, I would. I think, I think the Vegas Raiders are good, and I think this offense is doing some things right now. They've also played some shaky teams and had some overtime games. I think that could come down. And as that comes down, as they regress back to their mean, that means Waller's usage should come up. And Mm -hmm. so I would actually bet on that. And I think this is a pretty good deal for you, especially at that onesie position. Yep. Tom Brady is a few TDs away from throwing more in his 40s than his 20s. We love that stat. Yep. It's, and says, too many cooks in the kitchen. Uh, yes, kidding. I love that. Oh, my God. Oh, that's a does- great team name, dude. If you ML- had, like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's great. I uh, ML says, I hear you on Bateman, but he's gone. FFPC uh, League, yeah. where most owners are on top of things. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Whisper Nation, we appreciate you. We appreciate being on top of this Thursday thirst for you and helping you get a little bit more of that fantasy football thirst quenched here on the Thursday show. We'll be doing this every week, so catch us next week as we go through some more things. Next week we will be adding the underdog feature of the show where Johnny and I will go through some of the underdog bets, the rivals, the pickums, and the battle royales for this week and specifically for the Thursday night game, so make sure you catch us on that one. For Johnny Game Time Hicks,
0: I'm Big Travi. We're the Fancy Whispers. We're out. Peace, peace. Enjoy this Thursday night matchup, Whisper Nation. Go on, Tate. Free on Tate. Free on Tate.
1: Right here congratulations on making it to the end of the video if you still have a lot to say about fantasy football maybe you want to give johnny a little bit of crap for his take today then go on over to our discord channel and join the conversation there click the link in the description below and if you still want more content check out one of these videos homie don't you hit